hey, you came back to visit us. How you doing, neighbor? <laughs> we got our first, our second guest on the show. Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> He's going to sit there and eat his ass for a while. Don't yeah, mind him. Don't mind him. He's cool. We're going to talk about tools, Anima. And you know what? The funny thing is, is we've been a podcast now for about a little over a year. And the most interaction that we've had with any fan is when we talk about Tool. Because a lot of people hold Tool very There's close. There's a lot of Tool fans out there. There's a lot of Tool. There's a lot of Tool fans. Out there. I didn't say anything. Hammers. That's true. <laughs> you know, it's cool. I'm glad that we struck a chord with a lot of people. But, you know, they tend to forego the idea that they're talking about two inexperienced Tool fans for a lot of it with one who's like a novice Tool guy, right? Compared to probably everybody else, yeah. yeah. Like all the real, real tool fans, I get like all the details. I'm probably fairly stupid. But I like to think of myself um, rather knowledgeable. I'd like to think that. So you've got one knowledgeable person with probably between the two of us is not half of the knowledge there. So before you go any further, if you're already planning to like crucify us, which is cool. Hey, that's an extra like. That's a comment. We appreciate that. If they like. If they like. Well, mostly dislikes. <laughs> But that's okay, because you still spent your time watching our show. For about four minutes, tops. Yeah, we got the click. I'm thinking about two. Got the click. It's all about numbers. I just like to feel better about myself. There you go. But thank you anyway. Before we start today, I kind of wanted to discuss something serious. We came over to JD's house. (laughs) We saw a case of Summit's Plunge Orange Soda. Product placement. Product placement. We should get sponsored by these guys. They'll probably only give us like five bucks. So I'm going to be honest here. When I go on a vacation or if I go to a place that I don't know about, I always love seeing like the generic snack merch and like soda merch. I love it. In Plunge Orange, I have to ask you, where did you find this product? I have no idea. I didn't get that. <laughs> I'm assuming Aldi's. Aldi's? Okay. Usually, so- uh, usually our off-brand pop is Wildwood. Right. And that's what I originally thought that this was. Because if you're paying for name brand soda, that's <laughs> just you should get name brand uh, <laughs> quality, right? Yeah, but it's probably the same thing. It's probably it the, same the same machine. Yeah, it's the you same can't machine. Pee into a Mr. They Coffee, dump it into a contraption, get taster choice. <laughs> it's clear, so yeah. Dana Carvey, anybody? I like Dana Carvey. I don't remember. Do you him remember saying that, that old, uh, old uh, stand-up special he had, like '95-ish? The Chop and Broccoli. Yeah, was that on that one? That's, that's I don't when he's talking about Waterworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Oh yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. Movie. yeah. Gotcha. Now you, sir, have had this already. Yeah, it's good. You like it? It's so good. it tastes it the tastes same. Like, it tastes like orange pop. Yeah, yeah, it tastes like every yeah. other orange pop. So it's, it's comparable clear. to like yeah. Fanta. Is it clear? Yeah, it's clear. Wow. Spilt on my phone. <laughs> I heard after you get a vasectomy, it's clear. Some people. I don't know. That was my surprise. Your goddamn dog's eating my notes. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, Anima Anima came out uh, first on vinyl, which I thought was interesting. Did it really? Yeah, nine seventeen to ninety six CD on October first of ninety six off of Zoo Entertainment. So Zoo Entertainment again, compared to the last one that we talked about. Give me one song that you liked off this album. I liked all of them. Okay, give me one song that stood out more than the, the others. One that really stands out to me. Uh, the last couple days has really been uh, Jimmy. I think that's a good one. Jimmy is a good one. That There's something. I, I think it's the way his melody works with that. Like it just seems like it's not overbearingly dark, but it's dark, super dark, and it grabs your attention with that riff. That riff is nasty. You know what's really cool though? Like right before this, you know how they got their little fuck around in between songs here and there. 
It's the intermission, I think is what it's called on the track. And it's like a game version of the melody. I fucking, I love it. It's so cool. That was honestly one of my favorite things off this album was that little interlude thing. It's fun. Do you want to talk a little bit more about interludes? Yeah, let's talk about it. Did you check any of them out just for fuck's sake? All of them. Did you? Listen, when we do our reviews, I listen to the whole album. There's uh, the the one that has... um, the German guy talking over it. Yes. I forget what the name of it off the top of my head was, but um, Excuse me. die. It's a recipe. Yeah, it's a cookie recipe. <laughs> die like, ear von Satan. Yeah. For that song, I wrote it's ministry mixed with a band called Three it, Teeth. I think uh, the translation was something. Um, God, something about the balls of Satan or the eggs of Satan. Yeah, something to do with the eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good shit. Uh, shit. No, that was cool. You know what? Now that you're talking about interludes, I'm going to honestly say that uh, the Ion song didn't do anything for me. Is that the one that's just noise? Yeah, just noise. But what about the one message to Harry Manback? Now, the reason why I like that one a lot (laughs) is because of the story behind that. Yeah, did you hear it? Yeah. Okay. Did you guys listen to this? Do you know, Ivan, about this? That's the one about the voicemail, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So according to uh, Tool's Crazy. Reddit page. Ain't it though? That dude had some hate. <laughs> there was an interview with Danny Carey and he had confirmed that this was a recording of the words of an uninvited Italian guest who came to Maynard's house, emptied the fridge at a party, and ran up his phone bill. I read that the, the dude was a roommate. Oh, really? I yeah. think I read that too. Hmm. Dude, dude was a roommate and then just bad terms. I hope your whole family gets cancer or something. <laughs> it was so aggressive. Your family dies today. Like, it's like reading Christ. the negative comments on our YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. This is probably all aimed at me. Nah, You're welcome. You know, are we going to talk about that? I don't care. You want to address it? You can address it. It's up to you. So in our last, uh, no, it was actually on the Fear Inoculum uh, review. There is a YouTube subscriber who is basically calling out Ivan saying... Is it a subscriber? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you're right, yeah. No way. Basically called Ivan out for saying that he wasn't patient enough to understand what Tool was trying to pull off and that he probably likes Hailstorm and Nickelback. I don't like either of those bands. And this guy probably didn't even hear out what I said anyways. In your defense, you did say... That it's just not your style, but you still listen to it and you like getting to the hook quicker. In no way were you talking anything negative about Tool. But we also had another comment, too, where someone was saying something about us not being Tool fans and we're reviewing it. No thanks. Like, you clicked on us. You know, so far, <laughs> all things considered, they weren't I bad. don't think we've gotten the brunt of the no, of no, anything no, yet. None no, more, yeah, no, no more bad. It was respectable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it's fun to talk about. Yeah, I it's mean, yeah. that way you mm-hmm. get your point across. I do listen to bands that do have a lot of melody and stuff like that, a lot of fillers, mm-hmm. but it's more to my taste. Like Machine Head, the way Machine Head does there, you know, it's perf- I'm perfectly fine with it. I fucking like Hailstorm. I love Hailstorm. And I like Tool. That's crazy. I don't think you can like both bands. I just, I, but Okay, Nickelback. That first fucking album was good. They do a hell of a Metallica cover. I'd like to see, like me and Ivor were talking about this the other day. I'd like to see them go straight out just one day for the fuck of it. Yeah, but sure they could do uh, it. Like, why they not make an it, album and just everybody's rip it. just yeah. fucking shitting on you no matter what yeah. you do. Go out and just do one album. Yeah. We're not talking about Nickelback on a we're not. video. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing that we're anymore. Not. But either way, we rewind. Pre- yeah, we appreciate the comments. We're not upset by it at any means. But just know, we're not tool experts. That's why we do this. Yeah, exactly. 
do this. Uh, so the message of Harry Manbeck I thought was really cool as an interlude. I mean, <laughs> it's like the ultimate fuck you. Well, okay. Right. Yeah, I do. In the album. Uh, Ions, no, no thank you. The Cesaros, some ability. Didn't do anything for me either. And I really like interludes and random stuff, but I feel that those were just kind of like a lot of space fillers for me. I don't think they were necessary at all. Yeah. Just that one I mentioned. Um, let's talk about a song that really didn't do anything for me. What's that? Hooker with a penis. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's one of the ones I like, yeah. Yeah? So you, you both like that song? Why wouldn't we? Uh, I feel, and now here's the funny thing. Rewind to like two minutes ago where I'm like, look, you getting to the top of the pinnacle. Yeah. I felt like this got to the point too quick where it wasn't tooly and it felt very rushed for a tool song. Hmm. I didn't feel like it belonged on here. So apparently this song was written about a fan that came up to them yeah. saying negative shit, right? Yeah. But he yeah, said was like in saying like, they were sold out and shit yeah. like that. Like he was an OG Yep. The way OG I read tool. it. Yep. Like yep. O- opiate fucking back then and shit or something. You don't think it like builds up at all? The build up didn't. It just wasn't tool. I'm, I'm it it wasn't spoiled. long enough for him. Yeah. <laughs> and add another two minutes. But you don't like the energy at all? No. The ending too. Like, fuck you, buddy. I just. You don't like that? No. <laughs> fuck. I, always, I was thinking of South Park. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. So did anybody ever find out who this man was? Not that I've seen. What do you think about the drums? They're cool because they're just going completely off of what they're doing. But at the same point, it's just kind of going along with it. Like here. Okay. All right. Is that like an oxymoron? All right. That's Tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most prolonged double bass I've ever heard Danny Carey do leading up to this. I just don't dig it. Dig it. <laughs> it feels like a B-side to this album. It doesn't fit the general dark feel of this album entirely. You don't think it feels dark? No. It just feels like Vader trying to use his superiority to like call out a fan. No, fuck you, man. So we're going to do this song. I don't know. What? Yeah. I don't know. So it's okay for just people to be like, hey, you fucking suck now because you're all like successful and stuff. Yeah, I get it, but... Yeah, I get it, but I'm from that fucking punk rock thing. You can't change. You got to stay in the fucking basement. No, you know, you got to look at Fantasy by Mariah Carey. It was written about the same thing. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. (laughs) No, you know, I think if this wasn't from Tool, it would make more sense to me. It just felt like it just didn't go along with the entire experience. But don't you think this fits more with Undertow? Would it fit better there? Probably. I would say that because this album was so the beginning of the tool that I'm used to. Yeah, this is definitely the turning point. Right. So for this song to be on there, I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of a throwback. But who the fuck am I? To who, Why am I questioning their artistic integrity? How many uh, 399,341 that. views? Stealing that. There's somebody else stealing that on YouTube. Probably. But, uh, Maybe not. I don't know. Just me coming from... You've taken me out of this tub of like punk rock and new metal-y kind of stuff and you're putting me in this tool tub, right? <laughs> so you're telling me how to tell you how I feel. This tu- this song, it just, this was the rubber ducky that was blue instead of yellow. It's still in the tub with you and you're cool with it, but it just didn't really fit. 
Hey, whatever your tub looks like, man, I guess that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys like about it? It's just that there's nothing about it that isn't kind of like cool to me. Like, I, I think it's like got more, it's more of the straight drive that you usually don't get from Tool, at least from here on out. That's true. And I still think it's dark, and I, I like the attitude that Maynard has when he's fucking singing it. I also kind of like the message that he's saying in, the, in there. It's like he's saying, like, yeah, I'm the man, you're the man, you're pretty much all the men, you know, everyone's the man. Pretty much, like, kind of, like, saying they're, they're I don't know, I kind of felt like he was saying, like, there is no hierarchy or hierarchy yeah. or whatever like that, you know what I mean? Right. Any time you do something successful, it's like it kind of comes with some concessions. Like, there's no mm-hmm. getting around that. Like, the, the whole point of making music is to share it with other people. It's true. Exactly. And you shouldn't just fucking pigeonhole yourself into one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like they were compromising anything to, yeah. to make this record. It all, it all still sounds tooly. Yeah. I, I disagree. I don't think this If you don't like the song, just say you don't like the song. Just don't say it. It's, it's not that like, I don't like it. It's just it doesn't fit here. I think you said it best. I think Undertow is more of something that I think that the song belongs on. It's still cool. Yeah, you get to call it a guy song, who fucking hurt your feelings one night. You know what I mean? You sound because very of like, Overtow. Or Undertow. What did I say? Overtow? Yeah. <laughs> Overtow? Wait, what is this? Anomina. Does not belong <laughs> on Anima? You know, Maynard's one of those guys that I feel like I couldn't like hold a conversation with because he's so much more smarter than I am. Like he he's he's a dude that's well read, yeah, and he's a he's a workaholic, obviously for sure. You don't fucking just who who makes wine nowadays? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's got a fucking restaurant. He's got three fucking bands, and it's I don't know uh, what else are you gonna do with your time. Fuck with Did people. they really take a hiatus because of that lawsuit? Could they really not perform because of that? They that's had a good like question. which lawsuit? Uh, there was some, I forget what it was. Now that he brought it up. What the fuck was it? I don't even remember. I just read about this not too long ago, too. I forgot what the fuck it was. I'll, I'll Google it. Avida thing. <clears throat> While you guys were Googling that, I kind of wanted to touch base about how you said, you know, with fame, you do have to make some concessions here and there. I was watching an interview with Rob Zombie, and he was saying that some fan came up to him when he was in White Zombie, and it was right after they signed with Geffen Records. And the guy was like, man, fuck you guys. You sold out because you signed to one of the major record labels, which, by the way, Geffen was huge back in the 90s when we were growing up. (laughs) But the funny thing that Rob said, he goes, you know what I did when that guy said it? Like, I'm not quoting this by any means. He goes, I set my stuff in the van and I looked at him. And it was so funny because, like, yeah, you guys sold out, but yet they're loading the equipment into the van. So really, did we sell out? Has anything changed? That's a good question. That's funny. I got something that is talking about um, over in, like involving their insurance company suing them over technicalities in a copyright case over, I don't know, this ain't making any sense. And a subsequent series of countersuits? <clears throat> well, you're making a lot of money, you know? A lot of people see that, and they try and take advantage of it, which is really shitty. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Hey, man, you got, you got it. I don't know. Just didn't belong in this album. I, w- I wonder how I would have felt about it if it was on the first album. But here it doesn't belong. Here's something that says, uh, one of Jones's friends su- sued Tool, claiming he'd created the artwork for the band and he never received credit for. Oof. That's rough. So I don't know. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on up. 
Uh, we were talking about interludes. I thought Useful Idiot was kind of cool because it was kind of like that attitude-y, kind of maynard feel, you know what I mean? After what was that one? That one I didn't... It was just a reflection piece for H. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, was H the one about his son being uh, born? I heard like it's either that or heroin. Yeah. That's what's cool. I, he leaves everything so fucking vague. And he won't tell nobody straight up what it is. Yep, so that's what funny. I like. If Machine yeah. Head would have did that with catharsis, I'd have been fine. Mm. <laughs> it was kind of hard when Rob is so blatantly. Oh, like, <laughs> I gotta get like, it. I like that. leave it up to the yeah. fans. Yeah, let let their minds perceive it the way they do. That way, they could relate. Yeah, let's talk about H Man. Fucking vocals, man. <laughs> Fucking vocals were amazing in that song. In H, like it. I liked it a lot. A lot. A lot. Um, it's just one of those catchy fucking songs. Like, like I was saying before, like you said, this was a turning point for tool. This style of age is kind of like what I'm more used to with tool. Real slow build, real catchy chorus coming back down, bringing it back up. Yeah, it is really a really catchy vocal melody. He kind of puts in there and it's, uh, uh, the part that always sticks out to me is in the middle part where it's like the dicka dicka dicka. It almost sounds like that throwdown riff, like from, um, no, that's not it. You know, in the beginning part, where it's like diddle 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 diddle. It's oh, like that. It's, yeah, yeah. it's that kind of riffing. Okay. And it's um, he just has this. It kind of slowly builds up, and uh, just the way he puts the vocals on, it, I think it's really cool. It's just a well-written song. Yeah, it's just the one where he's like, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that yep. part. Yeah, coming into that, it's like he's got that one coming up underneath it. Yeah. I don't mind. He's got some fucking screams on this yeah, album. Yeah, he does, like, man. I feel like all of them have like <coughs> him kind of belting out there at some point. We reviewed Fear Inoculum, we reviewed Undertow, and now we're reviewing Hamana Hamana. I would like to just clarify. It's more of a discussion. At this discussion, point. I'm you, sorry. Yes. You have discussion. heard it by now. Right? We're a little bit late. Yeah. I think we're about 20, well, 23 years late, 23, right? 24. But this right now, this album for me is my favorite Maynard vocals out of these three that we've talked about. I would agree with them. Mm, this is definitely up there. It, yep. it, it's between that and one more for me. I got. I'm gonna have to make my decision eventually. We're gonna have to, right? We're yes. gonna have to get through all these yes. goddamn albums at one point. Um, do you guys have anything else to say about H? No, I have nothing. Nothing extra crazy. Can I? You know what? We're discussing. I'm just gonna get to it. My fucking favorite song off of this album. No questions asked. Eulogy. How you feel about the intro? The intro was fan fucking tastic. It's like fantastic. blue balls of the soul kind of. Oh you know I mean? my god! You're waiting did like, yeah, and now it's even did better because you listen to that album more and more. You're waiting for the and you're like, yeah. oh come on, just a little. That every reminds time me of meaning of life. Which one? Disturb. I, w- I remember you said that. I was g- I was gonna ask you which part is it in the beginning? Yeah. Okay. The which one is meaning of life? Like which the red album? hot meaning of life? The I don't know. <laughs> I always fuck up the words. Red the hot meaning of life. The plunge orange. Dun dun dun. So good. Dun dun dun. Wow. Off of the first album. Yeah. And get psycho. That's a badass song. I used to think the song was called Psycho. Oh yeah. You would think because of that. Draymond's like, psycho. Yeah. Groping. (laughs) Cocaine. 
We crazy. Should, hey, we should do Psycho that fucking. Cocaine, we should crazy. do that album eventually. Because I think that album Sickness? is solid. Don't, yeah. Uh, it's riffs upon don't. riffs, man. I wanna get Because I thought you were like when you first mentioned that disturb part. I thought maybe it was somewhere towards the end. These, I'm fine with the way they build up in this album. I don't have a problem with the way they build up because at least it, it's like about four measures of this, then maybe four measures of that. I don't know exactly the measure count, but I'm just saying. Because when this does kick in, I I know he does the vocals before he gets in that like that real intense part, but it really does have a beautiful kind of build to it. It does. We miss him. He's got that little yeah. megaphone effect on We're it too. Yeah. Gonna miss him. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna miss him. I want to hear. There's something so fucking catchy about the little things he does yeah. on this album. It is. I want to hear this song done with. Uh, uh, fuck. I'm drawing a blank. What's his face from Primus? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Les Claypool. Oh, Les Claypool. Yeah, Claypool. Okay, just imagine Les Claypool in Eulogy. My name is Mud. <laughs> We're gonna mess him. Show that's much terrible. Don't. Yeah. So that's, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, it is. Bam, bam. That kind of like laid back kind of beat in the yep. back of it. That's kind of shit I like. Yep. It, See, he does it. appreciate the build. <laughs> Just you just got to get the right. It's got to be under three minutes. Yeah, you just got to get the right shit. But the hook on this was worth. this. Yeah. See, that's my thing. Like this whole album is full of riffs. I think there's so a too. lot of good riffs in this album. Yeah. Especially like later on in this song, I'm gonna show it to you in a second. But it really gets fucking, dude. Yeah. Uh, Back on, I'm yeah. Mesh dude, even that's so, like it's like the Grinch, like that Grinch <laughs> voice. Yeah. yeah. Are you having a holly jolly? Yeah. <laughs> It's just got a good feel to it. It's it beautiful. does. Like uh, when I saw him live, he he does that shit too. Like he'll have that fucking the, does the he? microphone instead. Like yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. I remember uh, Waylon used to do that mushroom head. Yeah. Can we like talk about the fucking like near the end? You've claimed. Oh, dude, that, oh, isn't that God. so fucking good? It's so good. Let me see. I'm gonna get there for you. It kind of brings it back down yep. again. But then that's where... That bass like, line, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I love fucking Chancellor's bass, dude. It's good shit. I love when a, so, a band can each do its own thing and come together. And I don't think anybody really does it as well. The original dude had two songs. I think he had uh, Stink Fist and um, there's another one. I forget. Maybe the actual song Anima. And then everything... It was two or four songs on this album that was he had a part in, or some shit like that. I know he had just had some. I wasn't quite yeah. sure. I was thinking two for some reason though, but I don't know. I can't help but listen to this and smile, dude. You know, for me, fucking lie. See this song, like even with that, what we're talking about with Hooker with the penis, it's got that intensity from. Him. And this is like a, a real turning point for him because he, he still had all that anger, but he right. wanted to turn it more positive. It's true. He didn't want to be like just that down and out negative kind of thing. And you kind of see it with the music too, mm-hmm. the evolution. Man, that's a thick bitch. <laughs> he does have like, a, I like the thick tones, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. Like Adam Jones, I got to start freezing my fucking amplifiers because this shit's ridiculous. But uh, I th- that, that amp he did that with, there was a bass head. Yeah, that's was great. It? I would never wow. think to do that shit. I used to play my guitar through my bass amp because that's all I had. <laughs> but I don't think he did it for this one or anything else. I can actually imagine what it would sound like on tape. Like, it kind of brings you back to that style. Yeah, imagine. 
Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why they could get away with it because it's just one guitars. True. So he all that extra thickness gets spread out. That makes yeah. sense. Instead it, of you know, he kind of takes like the the muddy muddier end of like a of a bass tone because usually with Justin he's kind of doing like little things higher up here and there usually. So maybe they kind of works out somehow. It's just the right group of people, you know. That's what's crazy. Delicious, hands down. I like how the, the way they end it makes you think more is coming. I really did. Even then, I wasn't quite sure. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to say it right now, as I did before. Best that's, song. That's your favorite? That's my song. It's a good jam. Fuck yeah, dude. It's really good. Makes me smile. Oh <laughs> you make me smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we're going to have to go to uh, your guys' favorite songs. One. One favorite song? Mm-hmm. Well, I kind I kind of I gave Jimmy a shout out. You did. Um, there's two. There's probably three songs we got at least touch on. Okay. Well, hold on before we do that. Ivan, do you have a song that's not one of the main bread and butters that you wanted to shout? No, nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. The, the the main the main ones is the ones I like. Okay. So let's do it. Touch me with anima. Let me let me touch you. Let me fucking touch you here. This is above me lyrically. He's gonna touch him. <laughs> Cause she's so high. <laughs> That's in like all those rom coms. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um dude, I, I can't even begin to like to comprehend that. Dude, song. all right, first of all, the whole phrase, like um it it all comes from a Bill Hicks bit. Uh see you down in Arizona Bay. It's about LA, like everybody being tired of LA all the people and shit like everything you see in the lyrics is like something you're encountering in LA like uh, god I don't have the lyrics right in front of me but once you get in that jam it's just like everything he's tired of and just wants to get rid of it let the earthquake come down like mother nature wipe this shit away like you know what the the whole title of the track means and shit no it's a combination between enema which is like when you shove shit up your ass to get all the to cleanse and, and stuff get all the toxins and anima like A-N-I-M-A is like um, I, I figure if it's a, like a rebirth or something spiritual, but yeah, it's like a combination of both of those. You know, it's funny you could explain that to like a casual tool tool fan and be like, "Ah, it makes sense." That, yeah. well, if yeah. anybody's still watching up to this point, they could probably explain it better than me. But like, that's the gist of it. Okay. And it's like flushing away all the bullshit. I got See you, you down in Arizona Bay. It's good shit. It's good shit. I like that the way he fucking plays that riff though. Yeah, dude. Because <clears throat> he he'll he'll string like. Was fucking, he'll go through with the like the strum and he'll hit those open strings, like the higher ones. Mm-hmm. Just the way he kind of plays, like certain techniques he does is kind of cool. This song is it's unreal. Like the whole last like two minutes is so intense, like with the drums. There's a those video, those triplets or yeah, whatever you want to call it. There's a video of Justin Chancellor doing an, uh, the playthrough on the bass for a French uh, bass magazine, and he was explaining the timing on it. I, I highly suggest checking yeah, it check out. That's that pretty out. cool. It is really cool. He's like sitting there all like totally cool. Like, and it's funny because like you're in Tool, and like you think these people are gonna look like crazy eccentric like Maynard does, but like Justin's like normal dude, glasses, salt and pepper beard, you know, wearing just like plain regular. Is it t-shirt. recently? Last five, six years maybe. Probably. I was yeah. gonna say I saw a recent picture of them, and like mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Is that white hair and shit yeah. like that? I was like, yeah. man. That's crazy. That lawsuit, bro. Yeah, that'll do it, man. That'll do it. 
Um, no, but it, it's it's amazing. I I just I have a hard time interpreting what he's talking about, and that's why I like doing these tool reviews because you kind of break it down for me. Yeah, the L. Ron Hubbard's in there, Scientology. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> I got something about that. Um, in Eulogy, they mention nine one two. Nine one two. Yeah. Huh? I wonder if that's the code. And then uh, that's the address for the Scientology church. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> I'm just like this like baddie friend that you don't that never gets out. Like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. that's so great. Look at all the lights and the speckles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what didn't. Is that grab one of me. your facts? No. Okay, because he kind of slapped his book there. No, I'm what always slapping my you? book. Uh, third eye. Yeah, it's just like a long, trippy fucking mm-hmm. enter. Yeah. And uh, no, I don't understand the build up and appreciate what it is. They're fucking talented musicians. It's just, that's not me. It's not me. But did you guys know that Chris Pittman played the synthesizer on that song? Who's Chris Pittman? Chris Pittman is the, of course, how could you not know? <laughs> the keyboard is for Guns N' Roses. Really? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I had to look it up, too. <laughs> Chris Pittman, that man. I was wondering what he was up to. Chris Pittman, man. Keyed our way into our hearts. Hey, shout out to Chris Pittman. Shout out. So, is there anything else for that? No, that's okay. it. Forty-six and two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like when he gets excited, and makes noises. It's oh. good. Good or bad, it's oh, always it's good. So good. It's so good. I mean, played to shit commercially, but why the fuck not? It's an amazing song. Um, there's so much musical tightness in this song that is just enough to just blow your fucking mind, man. It's clean. It's aggressive. It's raw. Um, <laughs> I had to scratch it out, but I put up to that point is the best Tool song that I've ever heard. <laughs> dude, seeing this live, dude, like when once they start going off on like the way they do, like it was intense, dude. I can't imagine. I can't even begin to think that. That's one of the ones where I had like you know, especially at the end where everything's built up and kind of coming to that close, and they they do those accents where they're just jamming like hitting those syncopated rhythms or whatever. It's just fucking god. It's too much. Ivan shared a thing to us where it was a bunch of kids doing it. And it sounded really good. It was pretty cool. It was really awesome to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to see kids these days get involved in music and stuff like that because a lot of schools are cutting it out. Mm-hmm. Ain't that a bitch? Yeah, it's a yeah. bitch. It's all right. I never got to play in band anyway. Nah, it's all right. Guitar is not a band instrument. I remember there was some kids trying to recruit you for a ska band when I first met you. Were they? So popular. He's like, pfft. My agent just passed on it. You know? <laughs> like a piece of shit. Dude, like that bass part, just even to start off, like, man. Mm-hmm. I just love the tone of that. It's this is such a good sounding album, like pro- produced wise, you know? What do you think of the lyrics? Above me. She's so high. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing is I'm not I'm not a vocal guy. Like I'm not like a vocal guy, but a lyricist guy. Oh and really? Yeah, you imagine that, Even right? You're the one picking out like Jonathan Davis's lyrics and <gasps> well, you know what? All the other ones. I wasn't crying in my room to fucking eulogy. Okay, maybe I was jerking off, but yeah, wasn't crying. maybe Adidas. <laughs> Bruh. No, no, dude. Um, Tool is one of those things for me where it's just so much to comprehend musically at one sitting. Where I'm just if I'm gonna sing along to the lyrics, I'm just gonna sing along blindly. You know, I depend on my lyrical knowledge from this show. So. <laughs> I was gonna. There was one out. Al- uh, one song at the album. I was gonna mention the bass. And I, I, I had shit for notes. And I think th- this is the one. Is this the one? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know exactly where it's at, but there was like a like the whole time the whole it might be all right the riffs he's playing is pretty. It's like really smooth and you know. There's a part coming up. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. You notice how they're off, like one's filling in the fucking voids. It's too much. Like I'm sweating listening to this. It's too much. Like when you hear it with like the headphones on, mm-hmm. like you can hear the guitar part. Like I think he's in like an odd time signature, and the uh, dude's still hitting the open. Like Adam's not hitting that extra open. I think that's crazy. And then like it just meets like eventually. It's like a polyrhythm. I think they call it. If we ever tried this, we'd end up in a different dimension. I think we'd just do it accidentally. Mm-hmm. We just never play long enough to catch up to each other. Yeah. <laughs> It's ridiculous. But then the way he like uh, Carrie plays like off off the fucking riffs like that. He does. He throws a lot of fucking toms and fills in when he's doing all this shit. He and does, it, and, and they make do, sense. And to be able to do that and keep time in an odd signature is crazy to me. Bless. That was the one before the right before they did their little intermission coming into the encore and shit. They had an intermission. Like, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> they had like a fifteen minute like just break. How big of a band are you to have a fucking intermission? You know, I go out and get some popcorn. Come on back. You fucking Was technically, he? Machine Head plays long enough to do an intermission if they wanted to. That's true. Well, I mean, now they that they got what they're they torn with. They switch know. up. Yeah. yeah. If Machine Head had an intermission, Rob Flynn would be doing the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll meet you guys out in the lobby. We'll be right back. And he, he's all running out there. He goes, right. <laughs> he's got the merch back there. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Sure. Great song. Absolutely fantastic song. Let's close it out with Stink Fist, man. All right, before that, do you have anything for Push It? Just to mention it. Um, Because I like that. That's an 11-minute song, and I I really like <laughs> I just like it. Yeah, it's good. It, it's, awesome it's, good. Uh, it's fun to hear with this one, uh, Tool. They went a little bit in and out for me. Uh, it's sound, again, you're more familiar with. Going to your turning point, turning point, waiting for the turning point. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Super Joint Ritual before they were just called Super Joint, right? Uh, the bass uh, really was the driving vehicle under this jam, I wrote. Cool. I just want to, since we damn near done. Yeah, might as well yeah this discussion one. turned into a review. You know that, that fucking gif that everybody saw for New Year, New Me, and it's Sting taking the mask off? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah this is a wasted attention. <laughs> Stink Fest! This is the one they closed with. Did they really? That's cool. Good song. Classic commercial sounding song, but in the tool attitude. I love the lyrics on this one, too. <coughs> Sing alongable. Tell me about the lyrics, man. Because everybody thought it. Everybody takes it the dirty way because it's called Stink Fest. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys. Which one do you What do you guys think it actually is? Because I, I read something like it's an analyst of um, society uh, desensitized. De- desensi- I can't even say that word. Desensi- no, when, no, when, when, desensitized. When, yeah, but with the Desensi- I-O-N at the end. T-I-O-N. Desensitization. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> and I also read it's a metaphor for a drug addiction. Because, you, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it probably rings truer today than it even did back then because we're constantly like overloaded with fucking anything we want. A lot of people like, are desensitized these nobody's days. Nobody's sitting just bored by themselves thinking of shit. It's like, especially if you think of it, like if you want to relate it back to like porn and stuff, that'd be the clear and obvious thing. Right. But it's, you know, it's, it's right there in front of you at all times. You could have as much of it as you want 
And then it's just like, I got to get into the next thing. I don't feel anything anymore. Right. So it's like in the lyrics, it's just, man, there's, there's certain, <clears throat> certain parts in there. You just, you, you're like, God damn. I like hits. the thing about tools that you think that you get the lyrical content, but then you don't like, they're not going to make it that easy for you. You know? No. It's fantastic. This a uh, great way to open the album too, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's better than intermission because what sense would that make? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm fucking rating it, man. Go ahead. I'm doing it out of ten. This one for me is a solid eight point eight. I'd give it at least a nine. Nine? Nine point over you? At least. Eight five. Eight five. Damn. Damn. Good, look good at discussion. that. We're making progress, motherfuckers. We are. Look at that. You're turning me slowly. Something turning me had slow. to change. <laughs> Undeniable <laughs> dilemma. Boredom's not a burden anyone Hey, and Harvey's back. That's Huey. <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> He's got a mustache and all that shit. <laughs> That's my Millennium Falcon there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking us out on this week's episode. You can check us out at wastedattention.com. You can find us, obviously, on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, all sorts of fun stuff. We do reviews in between all this kind of shit. At the end of the day, thank you. No matter if you hate us, you like us, whatever, it's still time that you get to, uh, <laughs> been edging this entire time. It's still your time giving to us, and we enjoy doing this. We enjoy interacting with everybody. Uh, cheers. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye. Bye.